Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Isaiah chapter 37. When King Hezekiah heard their report, he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went to the Lord's temple. He sent Eliakim, who was in charge of the palace, Shebna, the court secretary, and the leading priest, who were covered with sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. They said to him, This is what Hezekiah says, Today is a day of distress, rebuke, and disgrace. It is as if children have come to the point of birth, and there is no strength to deliver them. Perhaps the Lord your God will hear all the words of the royal spokesman whom his master, the king of Assyria, sent to mock the living God, and will rebuke him for the words that the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, offer a prayer for the surviving remnant. So the servants of King Hezekiah went to Isaiah, who said to them, Tell your master the Lord says this, Don't be afraid because of the words you have heard, with which the king of Assyria's attendants have blasphemed me. I'm about to put a spirit in him, and he will hear a rumor and return to his own land, where I will cause him to fall by the sword. When the royal spokesman heard that the king of Assyria had pulled out of Lachish, he left and found him fighting against Libna. The king had heard concerning King Terakah of Cush, he has set out to fight against you. So when he heard this, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Say this to King Hezekiah of Judah. Don't let your God, on whom you rely, deceive you by promising that Jerusalem won't be handed over to the king of Assyria. Look, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the countries. They completely destroyed them. Will you be rescued? Did the gods of the nations that my predecessors destroyed rescue them? Gozan, Haran, Rezef, and the Edenites and Telassar? Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Armpod? Where is the king of Amath? king of Harpod, the king of the city of Sepharaim, Hena, and Iva. Hezekiah took the letter from the messenger's hands, read it, then went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, Lord of armies, God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you are God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You made the heavens and the earth. Listen closely, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Hear all the words that the Sennacherib have sent to the mock the living God. Lord, it is true that the kings of Assyria have devastated all these countries and their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire, for they were not gods, but made from wood and stone by human hands. So they have destroyed them. Now, Lord our God, save us from his power, so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord our God, you alone, Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a message to Hezekiah. The Lord, the God of Israel, says, Because you have prayed to me about King Sirachereb of Assyria, this is the word the Lord has spoken against him. Virgin daughter Zion despises you and scorns you. Daughter Jerusalem shakes her head behind your back. Who is it you have mocked and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel. You have mocked the Lord through your servants. You have said, With my many chariots I have gone up to the heights of the mountains, to the far recesses of Lebanon. 
I cut down its tallest cedars, its choice cypress trees. I came to its distant heights, its densest forest. I dug wells and drank water in foreign lands. I dried up all the streams of Egypt with the soles of my feet. Have you not heard? I designed it long ago. I planted it in days gone by. I have now brought it to pass, and you have crushed fortified cities into piles of rubble. Their inhabitants have become powerless, dismayed, and ashamed. They are plants of the field, tender grass, grass on the rooftops, blasted by the east wind. But I know you're sitting down, you're going out, and you're coming in, and you're raging against me. Because you're raging against me and your arrogance have reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth. I will make you go back the way you came. This will be the sign for you. This year you will eat what grows on its own, and in the second year what grows from that. But in the third year sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. The surviving remnant of the house of Judah will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For a remnant will go out from Jerusalem and survivors from Mount Zion. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city, shoot an arrow here, come before it with a shield, or build up a siege ramp against it. He will go back the way he came, and he will not enter this city. This is the Lord's declaration. I will defend this city and rescue it for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. When the people got up the next morning, there were all dead bodies. So King Sennacherib of Syria broke camp and left. He returned home and lived in Nineveh. One day, while he was worshiping in the temple of his god Nishrach, his sons Adramelech and Shazir struck him down with a sword and escaped to the land of Ararat. Then his son Hazar Adon came king in his place. Isaiah chapter 38 In those days, Ezekiah became terminally ill. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, came and said to him, This is what the Lord says, Set your house in order, for you are about to die. You will not recover. Then Ezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. He said, Please, Lord, remember how I walked before you faithfully and wholeheartedly, and have done what pleases you? And Ezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Go and tell Ezekiah, this is what the Lord God of your ancestor David says. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Look, I am going to add fifteen years to your life, and I will rescue you in this city from the grasp of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. This is the sign to you from the Lord that he will do what he has promised. I am going to make the sun's shadow that goes down on the stairway of Ahaz go back by ten steps. So the sun's shadow went back the ten steps it had descended. A poem by King Azekiah of Judah after he had been sick and had recovered from his illness. I said, In the prime of my life, I must go to the gates of Shehob. I am deprived of the rest of my years. I said, I will never see the Lord, the Lord in the land of the living. I will not look on humanity any longer with its inhabitants of what is passing away. My dwelling is plucked up and removed from me like a shepherd's tent. I have rolled up my life like a weaver. He cuts me off from the loom. By nightfall, you make an end of me.
I thought until the morning, he will break all my bones like a lion. By nightfall you will make an end of me. I chirp like a swallow or a crane. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, looking upward. Lord, I am oppressed. Support me. What can I say? He has spoken to me, and he himself has done it. I walk along slowly all my years because of the bitterness of my soul. Lord, by such things people live, and in every one of them my spirit finds life. You have restored me to health and let me live. Indeed, it was for my own well-being that I had such intense bitterness. But your love has delivered me from the pit of destruction. For you have thrown all my sins behind your back. For Shehol cannot thank you. Death cannot praise you. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness. The living, only the living can thank you, as I do today. A father will make your faithfulness known to children. The Lord is ready to save me. We will play stringed instruments all the days of our lives at the house of the Lord. Now Isaiah had said, Let them take a lump of pressed figs and apply it to his infected skin, so that he may recover. And Hezekiah had asked, What is a sign that I will go up to the Lord's temple? John chapter 7, verses 1 through 31. After this, Jesus traveled in Galilee, since he did not want to travel in Judea because the Jews were trying to kill him. The Jewish festival of shelters was near. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea so that your disciples can see your works that you are doing. For no one does anything in secret while he's seeking public recognition. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus told them, My time has not yet arrived, but your time is always at hand. The world cannot hate you, but it does hate me because I testify about it, that its works are evil. Go up to the festival yourselves. I'm not going up to this festival, because my time has not yet fully come. After he had said these things, he stayed in Galilee. After his brothers had gone up to the festival, then he also went up, not openly, but secretly. The Jews were looking for him at the festival and saying, Where is he? And there was a lot of murmuring about him among the crowds. Some were saying, He's a good man. Others were saying, No, on the contrary, he's deceiving the people. Still nobody was talking publicly about him for fear of the Jews. When the festival was already half over, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. Then the Jews were amazed and said, How is this man so learned? since he hasn't been trained. Jesus answered them, My teaching isn't mine, but is from the one who sent me. If anyone wants to do his will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. The one who speaks on his own seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Didn't Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you trying to kill me? You have a demon, the crowd responded. Who is trying to kill you? I performed one work, 
and you are all amazed, Jesus answered. This is why Moses has given you circumcision, not that it comes from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath so that the law of Moses won't be broken, are you angry at me because I made a man entirely well on the Sabbath? Stop judging according to outward appearances. Rather judge according to righteous judgment. Some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, Isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Yet look, he's speaking publicly, and they're saying nothing to him. Can it be true that the authorities know he is the Messiah? But we know where this man is from. When the Messiah comes, nobody will know where he is from. As he was teaching in the temple, Jesus cried out, You know me, and you know where I am from. Yet I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true. You don't know him. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Then they tried to seize him. Yet no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. However, many from the crowd believed in him and said, When the Messiah comes, he won't perform more signs than this man has done, will he? This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.